Oh my gosh, guys. Oh, it's only Wednesday. What a freaking week it's been. There's been some good news this week, don't get me wrong, but oh my gosh. Like what? A freaking hornet's nest. I must have kicked or something like that. I don't know. I feel like all I've put out there are just honest questions, basic questions, but my lord, the blowback I'm getting from emails to comments to just something's up. Something's up with, I don't know, the truth movement, patriot movement, disclosure awakening, community, whatever you want to call it. But we're going to keep, we're going to keep asking questions and we're going to keep being strong. We're going to keep critically thinking, putting the dots together. Like, and nobody's going to shut us up, right? Not only do we need to question the mainstream media, but we need to question everything, everything, whatever anybody's saying. You know, it's not about liking people. It's not about trusting them. Trust needs context, right? You can trust some people for some things and for other things you can't trust them. And what we're just trying to figure out is what are people all about? You know, are they real? Are they <laughs> are they acting like they're a lot smarter than they really are? Or <laughs> they're preaching on certain things that they obviously don't don't do. So I don't know, man. And there's just a lot of um a lot of grifty sales tactics going on too. So don't get your your money or your energy or anything like that swiped, you know, be calm with your emotions. Don't let people out there mess with your emotions when you don't even know if what they're saying is true or not. So anyway, another day, another step along the path of the Great Awakening. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday. What day is it? October 13th. We're going to have a good chat. Uh, you can always be assured that I'll, I'll be streaming somewhere between like 4 and 4.30, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like It might not be exactly at 4, but it'll be as close to 4 as I can. Sometimes I'm just like having a day. I'm trying to get all the notes down and everything that I run a little late. So uh, we're going to talk some vaccine wins in this episode. We've got some lawsuits that have uh, a lot of them that have actually been going through, giving people exemptions, preventing mandates. So a lot of wins there. We got a couple of losses in the election fraud department, though. A couple of uh, things that were shot down. But that fight carries on. Again, stay strong. Stay uh, stay committed, keep putting in the effort, and we got a lot of other uh, stuff to talk about in terms of this clown show. Let's see here. Got a couple of things to announce. Vegas, next week, coming up in about a week now. I'll be going down to Vegas, maybe, assuming Southwest Airlines or some of the other airlines are running, but I'll be heading down to Vegas. There'll be some other people there, a lot of folks, actually, and it'll be quite, a, uh, quite an event, I'm sure. Should be fun. We'll see what it's like. I haven't, uh, I haven't been to Vegas in years, and I've never really been to Vegas to do Vegas, but that's that's not my thing anyway. I'm, I'm happy to go down there for an event. I've done that before. I went to a UFO conference in uh, 2017 in Vegas, but that was that was away from the Strip. I think this is away from the Strip, too, so I'm, I'm plenty happy with that. But, uh, yeah, it'll still be good. I'll be in some warmer weather. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. Somebody said just drive it. It's a 17-hour drive for me. And I kid you not, that's what MapQuest said. Google Maps, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe I would drive it if airlines were down. Maybe not. We'll see. First story that we got is uh, we'll talk We'll talk January 6th and we'll talk election fraud. So Georgia, a judge in Fulton County blocked the inspection of absentee ballots. And they're saying state investigators, big surprise, found no evidence to support allegations that counterfeit ballots were counted in the state's most populous county. And tr the Trumper put out a statement about this one today. He put out a couple of statements we'll take a look at here. Here we go again, he says. After a long wait, a judge refuses to let us look at the ballots. 
which I have little doubt are horrible. All the ballots they pulled out when the water main broke, right? And then they were feeding them through on camera in the middle of the night on freaking camera. Yeah, as if we have no evidence to support our freaking claims. So things are getting crazy with the whole audit fight. Somebody in the comments says, doesn't matter. People are waking up anyway. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, just the fact that people are waking up to election fraud and questioning it and realizing like, oh, yeah, presidential elections, they're probably rigged. We're getting polls released showing that even a lot of Democrats are starting to say, yeah, cheating was probably used to help Biden get into office. So that's, I mean, that's the most important thing, actually, people waking up to it. I really hope it doesn't draw out to Trump having to run in 2024, maybe, again. Like, let's not have any expectations because how many claims, how many dates were given by certain people on social media this year that just fell through. So let's not have so, uh, expectations. But this is just going exponentially, right? The way people are waking up, questioning, and the way the shit show of the Biden administration is going, it's starting to make a lot of people want Trump back. Miss him yet? A lot of people do. A lot more people every day. So I could see 2022, something definitely happening. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump got it back into office um, next year. So that's that. Onward now into the January 6th prisoners. So a federal judge finally calling for the Justice Department uh, to have a civil rights probe into them over the treatment for all the detainees, all the political prisoners, which they obviously are. And it's pretty awful how how they're all being treated. So uh, they need support for sure. If they need donations, make sure they're going right to them and not sort of some sort of middleman, middle organization trying to take the funds and claim they're going to be doled out. But yeah, there's that. And then Trump putting out a statement on this as well. Why isn't the January 6th unselect committee of partisan hacks saying unselect committee? Because obviously <laughs> they're not selected fairly uh, of partisan hacks studying the massive election fraud, which took place November 3rd and was the reason that hundreds of thousands of people went to Washington to protest on January 6th. That's the real big lie. Don't use your projection, mainstream media. He says at the end here, uh, politics is just as corrupt as media. The big lie is the projection that they're trying to, trying to frame the way of... Yeah, sorry, just checking the, uh, checking the restream. It says nobody's on the stream right now, but definitely people are in the chat, so... I don't know what's up there. Something's wonky. But anyway, yes, crazy what's going on with the media, with the politics, and on January 6th. Maricopa County is at it again. Arizona residents are receiving wrong mail-in ballots for the local elections that are happening there this year. <laughs> ah, this is just funny. This is just hilarious. No big surprise there. Next up, Ghislaine Maxwell update there. Then we're going to talk... Uh, some Durham, and a few other things as well. So We've got here a letter to the government gum from uh, pertaining to Ghislaine Maxwell's case. The trial date is going to be set through Christmas, apparently. So a couple of months left. Uh, this letter is telling the jurors to be available through Christmas. And so far, no names have been dropped from the uh, unsealed list yet. You know, there's... Uh, Last month, the judge in that case said that they wanted co-conspirators unsealed or something to that effect. And uh, the date set for that was supposed to be the 11th, which was Monday. But we haven't had any developments 
as I've seen, I know a lot of people are looking at this closely, waiting for something, but so far, seems to be pretty hush about that. Although, only so much time. A couple of months left before that trial is underway. Durham is another thing that we're expecting imminently. And John Ratcliffe here, who was the uh, head of the Department of National Intelligence under Trump, saying the uh, on Monday, a thousand intel documents that uh, were given to John Durham, unsealed by him. This was unsealed at the end of uh, Trump's administration there during 2020. Dur- uh, Ratcliffe said a thousand documents support more charges. I guess if anybody is knows there's going to be more charges coming, it's going to be Ratcliffe. Uh, also, <laughs> so many things exploding right now. That's why every press conference, Joe Biden runs away. Build back better, turns his back, runs away. Uh, Joe Biden could become embroiled in uh, the FBI's probe into Hunter's finances. This was an exclusive from the Daily Mail today. Uh, you know, the Daily Mail is one of those that gets, they get some scoops now and again. It seems like they're plugged into some some sort of, I don't know, positive political or media network. Anyway, they're saying here that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden shared bank accounts. They shared bank accounts, and they possibly even paid each other's bills. And this, <laughs> they're writing here, this claim raises serious questions about whether funds from the joint accounts were used for Hunter Biden's May 2018 week-long bender with a prostitute. And funny enough, wasn't he, wasn't he in Vegas for that? <laughs> wasn't he in Vegas with, like, Russian prostitutes and shit like that, doing coke with him? So, yeah, yeah. Can't run from this one, Brandon. Can't run from this one. Let's go, Brandon. So let's see. Uh, quick comment. We got a chat here that said, why hasn't R. Kelly exposed the people he claimed he would? I mean, what's the weight? So that, there's that right there. Um, that was probably some fake news. Got to be honest. That was probably some fake news that was put out by a gossip blog. I think it was called dreadslist.org or something like that. It got shared around on News Punch, which used to be called Your News Wire. So that one is uh, probably a little clickbaity. And uh, speaking of clickbait, I got my clickbait of the week episode coming up probably tomorrow. <laughs> I missed last week because uh, there's just so much stuff going on. So this is this is gonna be a, that's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a long episode, having to fit a couple of weeks into one, especially with all the clickbait that's been going on around it lately. And I think I might do like a weekend show where I read my own hate mail. A weekend segment. I've been getting so many hate comments, and they're so ridiculous that I think I might actually just do a short video like reading my hate mail <laughs> once a week. Might be fun. Uh, something different for a change. Something a little more laid back. Have some laughs. So onward from this. Now let's talk about NewsGuard. NewsGuard. Getting put on blast today. If you don't know what NewsGuard is, uh, NewsGuard is an organization here it is it's basically like a conglomeration of different advisors and political people and whatnot to track misinformation and disinformation on the internet so it's a it's a propagandist group think tank basically that has a bunch of media representatives involved so i'm sure they can you know brainwash people even more but edward snowden today tweeting about them putting one of their advisors on blast, General Michael Hayden. 
And Michael Hayden was, uh, he was the director of the CIA and also the director of the NSA. He was the only guy to have the director position of the CIA and NSA at one point in his life. And man, man. <laughs> yeah, Hayden's a bad dude. He, he lies so damn much. But Snowden is putting him on blast here. Pretty neat to see. Snowden, I've got a lot of opinions on Snowden. I, uh... Honestly, back in 2015, when he did his thing, I think he was a shill. I think he was running some psyops, whether he even realized it or not. I think what uh, what he brought out actually helped the deep state more than exposed them. But maybe, maybe in the last few years, his strings have been cut. And maybe he's having the courage or allowed to, or whatever the case, coming out with more, I guess, hardcore questionings hardcore ideas that he's putting out but i don't know i think jury's still up in the air for him uh but it's good he's going against newsguard and going against michael hayden here and the reason why snowden might be uh might be tweeting about newsguard is because of this breitbart's report that newsguard won't downgrade the new york times over their huge huge error huge oopsie probably probably not accidental but anyway the uh i think this was last week yes last thursday they ran this piece in their article that stated 800,000 uh more cases of children were hospitalized of by covid than there really were they overestimated by 800,000 like 10 times the number than was actually the case and they had to issue a correction that i mean a textbook example of the fear porn program programming that they put out about COVID the last year and a half, right there, ten times the number of kids hospitalized. Holy, holy fear porn! So they corrected that. NewsGuard won't downgrade them, so Snowden's putting them on blast, and NewsGuard is looking like some assholes. I know enough about NewsGuard. I actually did quite a bit of reporting on NewsGuard last year because NewsGuard featured me in this article. Twitter super spreaders tracking Twitter's COVID-19 misinformation super spreaders. I was one of their top 10. This is when I had 155,000 followers on Twitter. This must have been in March or April. I think I got banned with a little over 200,000 in October. That was a year ago. That was a year ago. So... They put me on this list because I was tweeting about chlorine dioxide. And yeah. Yeah. A few other things too. Oh, look at that. A few other tweets I falsely claimed. Wow. They really tracked me on that one. Huh. Anyway, there's that. And let's take a look at some of their advisors. So I was speaking earlier that it's like a think tank. They've got some pretty interesting advisors at this one. You not only have Michael Hayden there. But we've got this guy. Let's check him out. Oh, a former editor of Time Magazine, public diplomacy during the Obama administration, author of Information Wars, How We Lost the Global Battle Against Disinformation and What We Can Do About It. Oh, geez. How much does that tell you? <laughs> How much does that tell you right there? So you got that dude. Who else we got? Oh, I think this chick. Oh, this chick's a political analyst for NBC News. And former speechwriter for Condoleezza Rice. Mmm, good one there. How about this guy? Oh, he's on the advisory board for the Council on Foreign Relations. W wonderful. 
Swamp is deep, and the swamp is connected, and the swamp always runs together. They they do. So okay, we we're on from Newsguard. We had Snowden, Snowden questioning Newsguard, questioning Hayden. Who knows about Snowden? What his deal is? Also, Joe Rogan. He's another one who, he's another one who I think completely toes the line sometimes. Completely toes the lines. Although. Maybe some of his strings are getting cut. Maybe he's trying to push the envelope for whatever reason a little more. I don't know, but yeah, Joe Rogan's another one. And I'm like, ah, he's kind of, kind of diet woke a little bit. But he's been saying some things like giving Tucker Carlson some props. He's been definitely going against Biden a whole lot. Biden's crazy stuff. Uh, he also had Alex Brenson on his podcast. Who uh, I heard that was a really, really good one. His podcast with with Alan Brenson, so, yeah, that's good, that's good, and Spotify even having to say that they won't allow inaccurate information on their platform, we won't allow misinformation, says Spotify, and of course, Joe Rogan signed that huge deal with Spotify, how much was that one for, like, wasn't it a hundred million dollars, or something like that, like, huge money, anyway, Joe Rogan signed a huge deal with Spotify not too long ago, moving his podcast from basically uh, open source YouTube to to uh, exclusive on Spotify. And now Spotify, I guess, is feeling the heat, <laughs> having the pressure put on them to put the pressure on Joe Rogan. Um, yeah, misinformation. Gotta love that. All right, moving on. Speaking of, you know, possibly inaccurate information, not going to lie here, guys. I'm really wondering what's up with uh, Stu Peters. Lynn Wood, too. Lynn Wood's attacks against Marjorie Taylor Greene are weird and look coordinated. And Stu Peters might be in on it, too. He was launching some attacks against Marjorie Taylor Greene. He was also attacking uh, Matt Gates and Jim Jordan. He was calling them all fake MAGA and whatnot in a segment today. In another segment today, he had Dr. Jane Ruby on again. And they're claiming that a fourth source confirmed that a vaccinated Delta pilot died in flight and had to make like emergency landing the other day or something like that. Anyway, here's the thing. Uh, This is the fourth anonymous source. Repeat, anonymous source. If you watch this, if you actually listen to what she says, she states that she doesn't state a name or, or anything like that or really any details about these sources, just saying a fourth one came to her somehow and she even questions like it's unvetted, it's unverified. It's almost like she's saying that it's unvetted and unverified to give a false sense of credibility to the claims. But then they, they run with it still. As you can see, the headline of this states it as if it's fact. And then Stu Peters was stating in this segment as if it was fact as well. But, but again, it's still anonymous. Like, where's the sauce, right? Where is the sauce? So really weird stuff going on. With that, and whenever I question Stu Peters and Linwood too, it's crazy how many bots and how many clear shills pop out of the woodworks. I'm like, man, this is not organic. What is up? And a lot of them are like, it, it, it just seems weird. Anyway, I'll save that more for another time. It's just weird. And the, all the fear porn, it gets pumped out too. All the super-duper fear porn gotta be careful something weird's going on in alt media something weird's going on with the uh conservative the conservative movement uh and how like they claim to be pointing out fake maga but then it's then it seems like they're the fake maga ones 
there's just a lot of projection going on, guys. So you got to understand what projected behavior looks like, what it is, and how to spot it. So better, better news on vaccines. Okay, good news on vaccines. We've got a lot of uh, wins. A lot of wins in the mandatory, the fight against mandates and the fight against, uh, fight for exemptions. Sorry, I'm trying to get my words straight here. So number one, Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals scrap their mandatory vaccine requirement. Scrapped them. So that's great. We got one reversal. Another one here in Texas, a federal judge said that United Airlines must pause its vaccine mandate for employees seeking uh, medical or religious exemptions. So if they're going for exemptions, got to pause it. Great news there. Great stuff. Next, we got a judge in New York saying that healthcare workers in New York must be allowed religious exemptions. And I wonder if a lot of these are being reversed because of Project Veritas's, uh, uh, you know, bombshells lately with the uh, aborted fetal cells being used in Pfizer vaccine testing. So I'm curious if that has to do with these judges' decisions. Anyway, glad the judges are making these decisions. About time that some of these judges stand up. I'm not too sure who appointed these judges, but... uh be interesting to note that. Anyway, moving on. Another win. U.S. military archbishop says Catholic troops can refuse mandated COVID vaccines on religious grounds. And uh, so I guess we're going to be having a lot of converts in the military. <laughs> you're a Catholic and you're a Catholic. We're all Catholics now. No vaccines for us. <laughs> However you need to do it, you go and do it. And then we got some lawsuits also coming out to one in Oregon. Oregon lawmakers seeking federal grand jury investigating CDC and the FDA over botching COVID stacks. <laughs> another another something that's a long time coming. How many botched stats have there been the past year and a half? I don't know all of them, but we have two Oregon state senators. Uh, I would imagine they're probably from the east side of Oregon, probably not the west side. I'd be surprised if they were around Portland or Eugene at all or anything like that, but uh, that's good. That is good. Another lawsuit going after the FDA. Scientists sue the FDA for data it relied upon to license Pfizer's shot. The licensed commodity shot, which is also in question because are there any even being administered? I haven't seen any photos of them. Uh, are people who are going out to get their Pfizer shots still getting the EUA-labeled shots? Are there even any any approved vials out yet? Or was that just a huge marketing scheme, a huge you know, promotional push that oh, FDA approved vaccines so people would go out and get them when really there's no vials that are actually with the labeled community on it yet. Who knows? But anyway, scientists are suing the FDA over that. And another lawsuit. Yes, a lot of lawsuits and mandates being, um, you know, exemptions being filed. So we have an ICU physician. Her name was Dr. Patricia Lee. She wrote to the CDC and the FDA months back. Uh, two weeks back, actually. Not months back. Looks like it was two weeks back. Anyway, she wrote to them about a, quote, statistically impo improbable rate of serious COVID vaccine injuries that she treats, given federal health authority safety claims. She wrote them 
and then she got no response for weeks. And because there was no response, she's now suing. She's using a uh, New York law firm to help pursue the matter to get a response and uh, about the statistically improbable rate of COVID vaccine injuries. So there we go. There's a lot of stuff happening. Good news. People, lawsuits going on, mandates being repealed, or at least wavered for the time being uh, in the vaccine fight. Crazy, though, in Australia. Holy crap. Hope all you Aussies out there start fighting your ass off. I know you are. You guys are out protesting like crazy, which is great. But you've got to find a way to get all of these crazy ministers and officials just out. Out. This is uh, one of the craziest yet. Northern Territory Chief Minister to Frontline Workers Get the COVID jab by November 13th, one month, or lose your job and, 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 and pay a $5,000 fine. Five grand. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't really, I mean, I guess Australia is like the island they send all the criminals to, right? Now all the criminals are in government, so it's extra bad there. I don't know, but it's nuts. So I hope you guys get your freedom there in Australia. Fight for it. Next up, climate change. We got a lot about climate change up today. A lot of fear porn pieces. Uh, what climate change and sea level rise will do to American cities. This climate change contrarian gives us an important reminder about science in general. Science. The new organized religion is science. You got organized religion and organized science always fighting each other, and yet both of them just have so much mind control and brainwashing. NASA's preparing for the ravages of climate change. I'm sure they are. Climate crisis, adapt or die. Good Lord, says e England's Environment Agency. I think there was even some, uh, do they have any articles of it out today? There was even some protesters there in England today who were like strapping themselves, chaining themselves to the street and blocking traffic, and they had to be carried off the highways. <laughs> some people are going to be lost forever, guys. There are some folks out there, a certain percentage of the population, who's just, they're not going to wake up. It's going to be impossible. So, oh, look, the BlackRock CEO says the world is on track to lose climate change fight. BlackRock is one of the biggest investors. I think them or Vanguard are the biggest investor, um, or is it? capitalist fund something like that four trillion lots of trillions of dollars under their belt yeah i want to check their bank accounts too these these guys are making some money off all this climate change agenda all these carbon taxes and and battery you know so-called green companies they're investing in <laughs> it's just nonsense speaking of green companies being invested in wow i bet blackrock has got a load of money in wind farms i bet you check this Biden administration announces plans for massive, huge expansion of wind farms off the U.S. coast. There's already enough of these that are just horribly ugly scouring the landscape in eastern Washington. There's way too many of these things, and they're so ugly. And you drive past them, only half of them are ever moving at a given moment. They're not that efficient. They're, they're just garbage. And this whole climate change agenda grinds my freaking gears because they bring out this green energy these wind farms and these solar panels and all these things 
that are just, they're so inefficient. Usually the raw materials for them have to be mined in a, in a foreign country uh, or, or the batteries, the lithium for the batteries, you know, it's all, it's all coming from a foreign country. And then did I mention inefficient, but also all the efficient technologies, the, the zero point, the ether technologies we could be using that, you know, could freaking power your house with a device the size of a shoebox that has no moving parts that that's using electromagnetism to create over unity electricity. You could power your home for a year with a tiny little device. Boom. All of that totally suppressed. You could, uh, you could take solar cells and make them five to 10 times more efficient. Those technologies, boom, classified. Invention Secrecy Act. They're classified over concerns of national security, and we get the pathetic, like, 20% efficient solar cells out to the public. Meanwhile, the 80 to 90% efficient ones are all classified top secret. So it's nuts, man. It is crazy what's going on in the energy industry. And uh, the good stuff is kept secret. And yet, while America has to deal with all this green energy BS, we've got China over there who says, oh, huh, we're just going to go ahead and build more coal plants. And we're going to increase oil and gas exploration. We're going we're gonna to really rev up what we need to do. And yet America is just stifled by, of course, you know, the CCP-controlled politicians. So beautiful world we're in, right, folks? Beautiful world. Superman turns gay, or excuse me, Superman, Superman's bi, Robin's gay. The Lord of the Rings are going to turn into a more inclusive female-led <laughs> cast. <laughs> I can't even. They're making us so weak and dumb and sick. They're gonna, making us so weak, dumb, and sick, and then just outsourcing absolutely everything. It's nuts. It is crazy. Um, but one thing that I guess is not getting outsourced quite as much, which is a good thing is Bitcoin, good old Bitcoin. So China's banning it all. Uh, and the U S has taken the lead with mining and there's more money flowing into it, guys. Next few months are going to be fun with the biddies, with the, with the altcoins, the Ethereum. And after that though, comes a will come a crash. Well, everything that goes up must go down. So I think the next few months will be solid, but uh, be careful after that. Not financial advice. Nothing I say is medical advice either or legal advice. I'm just a dumb idiot. Brainless ape with a keyboard tapping away, thinking I know things. So anyway, that's it for this one, guys. Thank you for watching. I'll be here on Friday, Friday at 4 p.m. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next couple of days. We'll see... Speaking of which, Friday is the one-year anniversary of our, our great YouTube purge of 2020. So it's been a year now. How time flies. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get back on there soon. Maybe we'll get back on Twitter soon. Maybe Trump will be back there too. And we can start stirring some, some more shit. So anyway, guys, thank you for your support. Thank you for watching. Subscribe here. Go follow me on Telegram. That's the main place. Also on Gab and Getter. And go subscribe to my newsletter on jordansather.com too. Maybe I'll see some of you guys next week. Other than that, I'll see you guys in the live streams. And also this weekend, I'll be doing a Zoom call on Sunday afternoon for everybody subscribed, supporting me on uh, either jordansather.tv, Subscribestar, or Subscribestack. So if you want access to that, and also access to an exclusive uh, Telegram chat too, 
for all my all my supporters. Uh, sign up on any of those and let me know. You'll get the links to the Zoom call or the VIP chat. All right, guys, see you Friday. Take care. See you next time.